Hello and welcome to the Skeptic Show. Today we are going to talk about feminism and uh, topics related to it. Uh, and talking about feminism, uh, we have uh, today as our guest our teacher Usha Ma'am, who teaches us English, and um, she is quite well versed with the topic of feminism. And uh, so let's begin with the podcast. Hello, Ma'am. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you. Well, my first question is and. i am asking you this question specifically because most of the people who claim to be feminist aren't really feminist so my question to you is what is feminism okay so let's begin with the idea of feminism people basically fought for what they wanted a very normal thing that all of us fight for so what did people exactly want they just wanted few rights they just wanted to enjoy the same kind of equality that men had very normal things like going out to work getting the same pay packet even before that it was simple thing like education being educated the same way like a man does or a boy does so these are all the basic things that they wanted to do it had got nothing to do with rights as such so they didn't even know to begin with that they were actually fighting for it it was just to be seen to be heard just to feel more equal like a person whether you're a man or a woman and throughout generations we cannot deny that we still live in an, in a patriarchal society so it has always been dominated by men and boys always hold a better place in our society compared to girls so all that little girls wanted to do was have the same kind of chances have the same kind of freedom that boys do simple ones it all started only from there what was the idea behind feminism at first and uh, i've heard that there are four waves what are these four waves and what problem were these waves trying to solve okay so if you look at feminism as per syllabus and there is feminism which is not even covered in the syllabus so let's look at a few things as per syllabus to begin with So if you look at something called the first wave somewhere in the 1700s that is like the 18th century a woman called Mary Wollstonecraft she wrote for the education of girls there was this person called Rousseau a philosopher a thinker and all a wonderful politician too he wrote about education for a girl and a boy and he was very clear about the kind of education that was needed for a boy and the kind of education that was needed for a girl so edu- education for a boy comprised of going to school learning the alphabets and uh, the numbers and being further educated becoming a diplomat but for a girl it was very different so education for a girl also had basic education to do with numbers and alphabets only so that they could keep the account of the washerman maybe or maybe do some small calculations at home and education for a girl always was with the idea that a girl will grow up to become a mother and she should be able to help out the children at home and the other part of the education was mostly about household chores how she should be able to manage so this is what sparked off Mary Wollstonecraft to write about why not have the same kind of education even for a girl like for a boy who is stopping a girl from becoming what she wants to 
so why is it that the society from generations or from the beginning of mankind sees people as different when we look at certain things like falling in love everybody is made the same way we believe that god has created man and woman the same way but when it comes to acceptance as somebody as a male or a female it's very different or when it comes to holding positions it's very different so why do we happen to see people like that so this is what she started off and she wrote a book called a vindication of the rights of women wherein she speaks about education and different other basic rights for women so this is almost like the first recorded book or the first written one and which sparked off something called equality in the basic thing called education for a woman property is just another thing that came way 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 later on people weren't even thinking of women capable of inheriting property but in the book she also speaks of how women are seen as illogical when it comes to um calculations maybe or when it comes to thinking of money and property and being able to take normal decisions like a man women were thought incapable so she writes it isn't so the brain is not decided or it's not designed like that by god or nature whoever has created it's all the same if a man can do it if a boy can do it even a girl can definitely do it so this started off before that in india if you look at it it's not recorded as feminism but it can be considered if you look at karnataka we had people like akmaha devi who was a part of uh, baswanna's anubhava mantapa and she was one among those people who brought about a social change in karnataka and she sat down with a whole lot of men and had long discourses about philosophy religion god and equality and how god is not something that's a lofty matter when it comes to women so when we look at rights and women and feminism when god was inaccessible to women not just education not just food not just opportunities even the concept of god so women's bodies were considered probably not very perfect because of the regular menstruation that we have and that itself was an obstacle for women to reach out to god so we started off even there it can also be taken as feminism though as per the western studies we do not study her under this so feminism came in multiple waves to try uh, to solve some problems what were these waves and what problem they were trying to solve okay so as i said nobody thought of waves and all of it to begin with later on now it has become waves initially it was about education like mary wollstonecraft i told you girls and boys should have the same kind of education and people should have equal opportunities only because they are people then came the problem of people being educated yes but what about the professions we saw women only becoming nannies we saw women then becoming only teachers we saw women becoming professors but what about the other professions people or women still hadn't stepped into those fields that was considered fine only for a man 
so then came another wave which spoke about professions of a woman so how women are capable of taking up those professions which ideally were held only by men so stepping into a man's world then the property rights so if there is only a girl child why should the son in law inherit the property or why should a male cousin inherit the property that is originally the girls so the issue of property came up girls wanted to inherit the property they could definitely take care of it like the sons did in fact many a times it was better off too considering they were morally morally very conscious as of now because they were always being subdued saying that you cannot do it so they had the will power to say that i can and show that i can do it so the issue of property rights came up then finally if you look at women uh, like in the third wave people started women started speaking about their sexual orientation sexuality women having sexual desires and needs as much as a man does and then also came the idea of a trans person trans women so considering transgender as those people which belong to the feminine gender if they associate themselves with it so rights of them also now if you look at the current generation it's got nothing much to do only with women but people as such so here is where we speak of women men and others as equal and when you look at feminism the fourth wave uh, i'm not speaking about the me too movement and all of that this is about professional world but then speaking about the fourth wave women or feminists speak of people as people and everyone should have equal rights so this is the fourth wave of feminism that we are currently living in so the fourth wave is more about uh... making the field playable fair for everyone so it is more concerned with individual right than it is with uh, women women only. right only okay so to simplify it feminism is about equality but then what is equality because different people mean different things when they say equality so what is equality according to the uh, feminist doctrine okay so again going back to the word equality as per rules and laws right to education right to pursue any kind of profession that they feel or they are educated for they are qualified for right to property right to vote there was a whole wave of suffragette women fighting for the right to vote so that is a very big right right to drive cars even now in many countries people women do not drive cars they are not allowed to because the country does not have the right or does not have the law which says that women can have this license and drive cars so these are just the basic things and having property in your own name and also as a citizen of the country right for uh, medical facilities so these are just basics that a man has always enjoyed women are still fighting okay so we uh, talked about the latest wave of feminism which has to do with people in general and not just women so i think this comes under intersectionality 
and uh, we see that a lot of social issues uh, today and um, the uh, responses uh, to those social issues are very inclusive uh, like feminism and uh, lgbtq rights we tend to include everybody and uh, every movement uh, is go- is talking about every other movement as well uh, every movement is converging these days so do you think that intersectionality is taking feminism forward or uh, people believing in intersectionality are they hurting the cause of feminism okay, but so but before we talk about uh, before you answer that question many people who are uh, who are listening to this podcast might not know what intersectionality is so can you please define intersectionality first okay so i'd like to not exactly define it but tell you what it is it started somewhere during the third wave of feminism so intersectionality means having multiple layers like for example in very simple terms being a woman itself people are fighting for basic rights women rights so you are a woman in india that itself makes you a second citizen but you are a woman and a dalit woman at that so that is intersectionality one is your gender which is already uh, put you at a disadvantage the other one comes with your caste if you look at america if you're an afro american woman being a woman you're already at the disadvantage and if you're a black woman you are at a greater disadvantage so you may have two fold disadvantages multiple fold disadvantages that comes under intersectionality so it may be different at in different places that is so now is it harming or is it doing good i feel or i strongly believe that it is doing good more than harming so things have to converge that's wonderful it makes it much easier for people to fight for one big cause than keep fighting for smaller causes so one big cause may be the cause or rights of women that's good and the other one like intersectionality will make the cause give it more weightage adds more value so there are these problems which is universal because i'm a woman but there are added problems along with the universal problems because of the other disadvantage that i have and that could be my caste that could be my color that could be my nationality so those ads on gives it more value and weightage and yes also more visibility for people to speak about it so i definitely feel it is giving more weightage to it uh, but whenever we talk about intersectionality and uh, different movement different movements overlapping each other don't you think that there is a problem with that because there are some people who support a movement and that movement is not compatible with their movement for example if someone is supporting the freedom of some country and that country culturally is not good for women subjectively so do you think that it will hurt that cause if they are fighting for a country i mean speaking in your own words the country should ideally consist of men women everybody else yeah a country cannot have just one kind of people and become a country so if they're fighting for something that's great it is better to fight for everyone who's a part of it 
so i definitely feel it it is helping uh but don't you think that uh, when when a feminist or when some feminists are supporting a different movement but that movement uh, their entire ideology is not compatible with equality for everyone so it happens a lot and uh, some feminists support a different movement in, in different parts of the world and that world that part of the world is not known for women's rights they do not treat women equally so if they are supporting that movement and if that movements actually and and if that movements actually become successful so they are not supporting in the end their support has gone wrong for the feminist movement because they have won uh, they have gained freedom but now that free country is not good for women because their law are not good for women i don't see this as a good idealistic country at all i mean if there is a law which is not good for its own people and how does that country even become a place where people would want to live so i don't think uh, this is something that should happen ideally like taliban if you speak about it for now, right now so they do speak a whole lot of things for afghanistan but at the same time maybe the second time over as of now they haven't really done much damage to women or women schools but that is what they did the first time they do not believe in educating women and many women even now ran away from afghanistan the minute taliban came to power now uh, especially people uh, from the soccer team the captain and many other women who were so scared they felt the activists themselves they felt that they'll be targeted immediately that is right now the minute taliban came to power so how is it good for a country people are running away so when i speak about a woman is running away i'm sure even her family members will want to run run away with her out of love and take refuge in some other country yes so how will it be good for a country how can they say it is a country in the first place without having all its habitats as free people or at least equal people uh we shouldn't be calling it a country at all and it cannot be good for any country if the citizens are not happy or if they do not have equal rights but uh, when Tal- when taliban was taking over afghanistan i saw that some feminist pages on instagram and on uh, twitter were supporting the taking over of taliban over afghanistan and taliban is not known for supporting women's right they are not known for even freedom their definition of freedom means liberation from life so the feminist movement is not compatible with that movement but some people do support uh, movements like this because of intersectionality they do support ultimately depends on who will succeed if the taliban goes on ahead with their weapons and if they succeed with the weapons you will see a whole generation of such people being wiped out sadly so when it comes to brain versus brawn many a times it's always the brawn sadly yes so you can't fight somebody with intelligence and with weapon against weapons at least so they will be wiped out and the country will be in a sad state in future okay uh so going on a different note uh i was once browsing on instagram and i follow a lot of feminist pages um and there was this one post that i came across 
and uh, by the way i do consider myself a feminist uh, there was this post that said um, the world would be a much better place if uh, 50% of the uh, countries were run by women and 50% of the households were run by men and it had so many likes a very popular page uh, in fact and um, and then i commented uh, that uh, this should not be the case uh, distributing uh, resources and distributing responsibilities based on some reservation quota 50% to men 50% to women will not solve any problem and uh, you will still be denying opportunities to rightful people and um, so called uh, feminists uh, they replied that uh, that you and i also mentioned that you are taking into account only men and women and gender is not binary as we know and uh, more importantly the reservation part and uh, somebody replied that uh, you people in the name of intersectionality deny uh, deny all the oppression that has happened to women and uh, most of the people liking your comment are the people that usually criticize feminism and uh, so i try to explain her that uh, this is not a wonderful scheme that you are thinking about uh, you know distributing households and nations to men and women based on 50% quota and uh, also uh, about intersectionality uh, so this was some thing that i came across for the first time a feminist uh, you know lecturing me or uh, should i say patronizing me and uh, explaining to me what uh, what is wrong with uh, you know the statement okay so you want me to tell you whether i agree disagree with yeah, that yeah i or? want to know your thoughts on uh, no i don't believe there should be anything when we are speaking about equality for all gender sex everything so it should be it should go for deserving people that's it whether it's household if a man desires to sit in the house take his time off do what he wishes to do he can go ahead and do it when again if you look at the word patriarchy it has been very harsh for women that is what feminists say let me also tell you it has been equally harsh even for men it's not be, uh, been easy at all if a man does not feel he's man enough um, again the whole statement man enough explains a lot that itself tells us that he cannot be a part of the patriarchal society so you cannot have reservations not a great idea maybe it can motivate a few but you ca cannot have that as uh, a rule or you cannot have that as the law you cannot go on with that it is up to an individual finally that's what we are looking at currently it's people it's not just a woman or a man or someone else if they are capable intellectually if they are capable physically of doing certain things definitely they should go ahead and do it is what i feel and i think the world will slowly get there and i don't want male politician i don't want female politician and i do not want transgender politician i want good politician i come from bihar please understand this i don't want lalu yadav and rabri devi please we have yeah. suffered enough india is in dire need of actual good politicians that do have some brains this good politician sounds like an oxymoron but yeah maybe they do exist <laughs> like how parliamentary language now sounds like an oxymoron because yeah. we see the kind of language used in parliaments <laughs> um 
so in another of our lectures by another teacher uh, she told us that um, there is this in uae there is this uh, huge company run by uh, a person of indian origin and uh, in that company uh, the 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 person announced that uh, the male employees um, their wives they will be given 10% of their income which will go directly into their uh, bank accounts uh, and uh, ma'am was quite happy while announcing this and um, she asked how many of you agree that sh this should be you know the norm in india as well and a lot of people uh, did uh, raise their hands but i i i disagreed with it due to some reasons uh, but i want to know your thoughts on it uh, okay this was something like uh, i read about this in the newspaper i remember reading it so this was for the housewives or the homemakers because um i would it is an occupation yes and there is no respect involved in many of the households i wouldn't generalize because these days people have come to realize that uh, the work that a person does at home out of love uh, out of the hope that her family or his family will become better that is that cannot be actually valued by money that is one thing and till now a lot of families or even to this day a lot of families take all of this for granted so that is the idea and many a time such women it's more so the women majority world over who stay at home and become housewives and do this at an age when they realize when the children leave them and go away for better prospects and probably when the husband is no more that is when they start thinking about their identity so monetarily they do not have any benefits because they haven't been doing uh, doing anything for money till date and what about their identity there's no identity at all apart from being somebody's wife or a mother that is when they start re looking at what they have been doing and then they feel that it hasn't been valuable at all probably yes it's invaluable in that sense but if there is some monetary gain there they might feel better only in the sense of social security and nothing else only in that sense or economic security and nothing else so you cannot really ask or tell that you pay me this much because i'm cooking for you you're my baby you're my son but finally after when there's nobody left for that person who did for 24 hours a day 365 days a year without a break even the maid or a servant gets a break yes but not a mother maybe there is something to it some attachment of uh, monetary gains is better she might feel better about it i don't know it's a new concept let's see <laughs> okay so if you remember uh, during one of our chapters uh, you asked Uh, people to talk about feminism and uh, a lot of the boys when they came out to speak they said everything that is not feminism and they talked about femi nazis and uh, all the incidents like the zomato guy incident and uh, all of that so why do you think that uh, most people and especially men fail to see how feminism 
fail to see feminism in a good light and always they criticize it okay one thing is not many people know the meaning of the word feminism they they are intimidated they think feminism means uh, women beating up men <laughs> women hating men so this is what these are the answers that i've heard even in a classroom or even outside so it's like just one section of the society which reads up about it or somebody who takes up humanities as their subject have it as a part of their syllabus but the rest they have no idea no inkling no clue about what feminism is they do not see it as equal rights at all they see it as something that's got to do with hating men altogether battle yeah they see it as a threat so that is feminazi is just a term it's not a school of thought so that is what they do that's what they see around them and that's why they're so scared and that's the reason they come out and say that i hate feminism or i hate feminists so because they have associated the word feminism and feminist for someone who's doing harm to people altogether and sadly in um, cities or urban setups many people take advantage in the name of feminism many women rather than fighting for a good cause or a good reason you can see a lot of people harassing men in the name of being a woman you can see a lot of people going on ahead and uh, accusing people and then putting dowry cases on those kind of in laws who do not exactly do it or who do not even um what can i say who do not even ask for dowry so there are a lot of such people somehow sadly in the urban setting but where exactly feminism needs to be there or it has to reach it hasn't reached at all we have a whole lot of india which of course is not the cities wherein girls are still fighting to go to school girls are still fighting to eat the same kind of food that the brother eats the brother gets to eat better food more nutritious food why the mother says he is the son so let him have it compared to a girl so we are somewhere else we are like two different worlds and when i look at a classroom one is yeah the syllabus also does not do justice the other thing is they see only these kind of women and that's the reason they say these are feminists and we hate them okay so uh, yeah I, i'd like to say make it clear that uh, women or anybody taking advantage of uh, being a woman that is nothing to do with feminism and uh, the next time you go and say that uh, these feminists if you start a sentence with that please go and read up about what feminism is and where it needs to be and uh, please do your homework before trolling and um, misguiding people on feminism ma'am but do you think that because most of the problem that feminist movement sought to solve in the west most of the problem are solved so do you think that uh, one section or the radical section of feminist movement is trying to create new problem and they are uh, taking a wrong turn because the fight is always between the moderates and the radicals the fight is always between the moderates and the radicals 
and do you think that the radical section is now the mainstream feminism in the west not in india so what are your thoughts on this okay now west is a very general term so we don't know what countries we are thinking of america or, okay yeah. america yes. fine we call it developed fine okay so i wouldn't say everything is solved they you might say it's solved because they have their rules their laws in place that doesn't mean the society is doing it there's a very big difference yeah but they are better than the rest of the world that's what we think how much of america do we actually know we don't know much we only look at the greater thing that is exactly the constitution or the written rules and laws and we feel or think that yes they are better than us maybe they are but i wouldn't vouch for it and say unless i have been there seen it as a part of my everyday existence so i'm an indian i stay here so i don't think i would ever get a chance to do that go stay there and then actually say yes they are better off so first thing and because now that you think that they are better off you feel that there are some people taking advantage of it i would actually deny it because as i told you it's there in place in writing how much of it is being followed do we even know we might see some uh, section of women in the armed forces or more women in america in the armed forces compared to india yes so we feel yeah feminism is better there or equality is better there it's more equal there rather or we might see a whole lot of normal women like uh, upper middle class middle class women working we might feel yes compared to india they are working so it's better there but we do not know and again if you look at feminism if you look at one class of the society like uh, maybe the poor class women have always been working there was always equality there in fact if you look at that class of society from the beginning of again mankind i would say they never had a day's rest women or men both had to work to feed their own mouths and the children's mouths and more so i would say they were liberated sadly ironically but then the point here is many of those men who would be drunk and come home and beat up the women the women would uh, stand up or wear the trousers in the family work for all of them feed even the drunk husband so you call it feminism equality or no equality but they were equal even without knowing they were equal even without fighting it was all about feeding their uh, children feeding themselves there ended everything so now do we really know what america actually is we don't know this question about america will have to be answered by an american i'll be the wrong person to speak about it um do you think that uh, in india what is really happening with the feminist movement is that most of the popular feminist pages what they do is that they copy they copy paste western solution and they try to import that in india and the problem the origin of the problem is not the same and the problem is not the same so do you think that it is good it is a good idea to import western solution and try to fix indian problem with that solution okay i'm not very sure if they import but there are certain problems which are common 
and we already discussed that so right to education right to food nutrition everything these are very common problems there are also problems which are only pertaining to india let's speak about female infanticides or female feticides um it's legal and people in america get to know what child they are carrying right from the time that they go for their first scan when they are pregnant here even to this day even in cities they do not tell the sex of the child so why these are problems which are deep rooted in india and i don't think solutions for it has been imported because the rules which speak about do not disclose the sex of the uh, the fetus is very much in place in india so there's no importing of anything this has been made for india and we still have it sadly yes so even in the 21st century irrespective of beti padao and everything we still have at least give a chance for the beti to come out and see the daylight and there are a lot of other indian feminists also like if you speak about chipko movement and eco feminism so these were women who started off with the idea of feminism and afforestation and trying to stop deforestation and that was somehow taken in as women feel like the mother earth herself mother nature herself so we are at a place where women are giving much more than they are receiving so these were things that started in india and not every single thing is imported from the west we do have our own problems and we have come up with our own solutions at least as per law whether it's again culturally socially happening is a very different thing we still see that the ratio of boys and girls is again it's imbalance it's not proportional in india and many different places i think it varies cities it's different different states it's different villages it's different so in america they do not have this concept of killing their girl children or killing a girl zygote here we do so i don't think we have imported everything and if we have imported we have imported those very basic things which have kind of helped us solve some of the problems if not fully so it's okay we are still doing uh, the method of trial and error which is how i think humanity has been experimenting with everything that's how it will be because we are humans ultimately and there's no one set of solution for one set of problems like how we have a definite solution in maths or stuff like that so we have exhausted all our question and uh, a lot of people a lot of uh, you have a lot of you have listened to this podcast and you might be wondering that how patriarchy has badly affected men well most of the criminal in jail are men more than 90% of the criminal in jail are men most of the people who commit suicide are men most of the people who are mentally not mentally emotionally imbalanced they are men so there you go we have exhausted all our questions so if you have any closing remarks okay i would uh, tell it to all of you out here especially to students because uh, this is something that hit me for the first time when i started handling uh, classes of i would be very particular yes the computer application stream i hate feminists so i would really urge the generation to read up 
find out talk to those people who are actually feminists do not be intimidated people are only fighting for their basic rights still we've gotten nowhere yet and i spoke to you about what the basic rights are and there's nothing to hate them about it and this is the entire idea is because of what's happening in the name of feminism and this should come out more openly and for discussions and even for people to go on ahead and try and help women men and everyone else rather make it humanism than just feminism so people will get an idea of what everybody suffers so this is what i would like to tell the new generation or rather all of us all generations why only new all right i hope that all of you enjoyed this episode and uh, i hope that you will like this episode and i hope that you share this episode with your feminist friend and your anti feminist friend because we need attention we need growth so please share it with your friends and uh, feminist friends and anti feminist friends just share it with everyone and uh, please subscribe and thank you ma'am thank you for coming to this show we really appreciate it thank you so much for giving me this opportunity